Avast ye land lovers, this here be the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. This be an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. This be the first thoughts episode where we give our first thoughts of the amazing Once Upon a Time episode we just be a-watching. Well, I was watching with me good eye, so I'll do the best I can. And now we be sailing for Once Upon a Time treasure, so climb aboard. Here is our captain and first mate of the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. Captain, permission to come aboard? Yes, please come aboard and bring tissues. Oh, my gravy. And Zoloft or something to calm people down because this was rough. This is... It's man. not calming down that people need. It's... I don't know why. Yeah. But it's not that. I don't think people are unhappy. I, I don't know. Welcome, everyone, uh, if you're still able to sit up. Uh, yeah. This was uh, this was an amazing... Wow. A uh, very moving episode. And we're... First of all, we're not going to be covering everything. Uh, we will be all over the place. and If we can talk we through may, some of it. Right. We may be even stammering now. This is, pod, this is podcast number 197. You can get to the show notes for this episode by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 197. Uh, this is December 15th. Wow. Halfway through December. Mm-hmm. This episode is called Going Home, and we'll be talking about that tonight. Going Home. And, you know, with the what we assumed as blue dying, you know, that's part of the edge of going home. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that was kind of what I... Uh, I took from I will uh, I'll start to dive in and uh uh I'll Colleen you can <laughs> My name is Jeff Roney. This is my <laughs> wife Colleen. Uh we're not always this uh dis- disjointed. I am completely undone yeah, right I know. now. I, know. I am just completely undone. Yeah, and if So if it, I just cry through the whole thing <laughs> Don't uh what's going to happen? Yeah. So emotions uh, run high sometimes some people are uncomfortable with that i apologize for that Uh, there there are other things out there you can listen to so uh tonight uh the episode going home i noticed that the well was the same well uh that uh henry and felix walked up to and i believe it's the same well that rumpel and uh Bell used then? bell uh-huh. uh we're at and also the same well that regina uh, also and emma were at to stop the curse in season two you mean when um mary margaret and uh, when yeah. snow and emma came right. back yep. that was yep. the well they crawled i out. believe yeah that's pretty sure it mm-hmm. is all right uh so in the discussion that henry and felix were having we heard a very similar theme that we've heard before that uh, Felix was mentioning, hey, it's kind of incredible that you fooled 
right. uh, Regina within the first two days. And he goes, that's incredible. And he goes, well, she loves Henry and it's a weakness. Right. So we, we've heard that before from uh, Cora. Also, the word slaves uh, was used uh, in dealing with people in the curse. So I just thought that was interesting to uh, jot down. Uh, so uh, Rumpel said uh, that uh, the the curse can only be undone by the person who used the scroll. Right. Initially, it was done for Regina's desires, and now it's done for Pan's desires. And so uh, they discussed that the scroll had to be destroyed. Right. And then how to destroy the scroll uh, is that um, there was a spell that had to be cast to switch. Uh, tonight they refer to it as spirit. Okay. His spirit was leaving right. his body. Right. So instead of a shadow, it was called... Well, because Pan didn't you know. have a shadow. His but, shadow but, was detached. Okay. Right? So, so, so shadow... That's pretty key. Yeah. Shadow, shadow's different, but tonight spirit was mentioned. Right, so. because the shadow pulled spirits out of other people. Right. It didn't pull other people's shadow. You know, you maybe and maybe shadow. shadow is soul. I don't know something, but anyway, um, spirit was mentioned tonight, and I thought Correct. it was different, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, and when the bodies are re-switched, then uh, Rumpel said it can bring them to bring um, Henry to them. But right. I think I don't know. I, anyway. Uh, so well, because the whole point was that you know they said you need when you're back in your own body you need to bring the the scroll right. back to us mm-hmm. that was the only way to do it otherwise I mean yeah they had to get the scroll all right plus they wanted to keep you know they wanted to put Henry back in his own body so one of the first big reveals is again I was totally wrong I should I should win awards for being wrong because I'm wrong <laughs> a lot is that. Um, Henry and Felix were talking, and so Felix kind of was... Panry? Panry. Felix was kind of uh, slow for the uptake on this one. Uh-huh. He said, so you you don't have the, the heart of the thing you love the most. And Panry goes, yeah. Well, so if is, is it Rumpel's heart? No, I don't love him. I never loved him. And wow, then in the in the discussion... Of uh, of that, and then he said, "No, it, it's not necessarily love. It could also be loyalty." And then, ding. The light, yeah, the light bulb went on for a feeling. And then he realized, way. "Oh no, that what would be me?" It's you not know? always romantic love, right? Which I thought was interesting. So, um, anyway, Felix was the. Uh, didn't we discuss this? The uh, pawn and Pan's plan. Yeah, didn't we discuss this on our other show? I didn't know. I mean. Totally. I vaguely remember discussing this. And I never ha- and wow. having said the only thing that would be closest to what does Pan love might be Felix. Okay, I'm pretty sure that came up. But not by me, probably by you. But yeah, uh, yeah I was. I, I batted a one. I think <laughs> this this time. All right. Um, so, uh, and you know, old Panry said, "Don't be afraid. Be flattered." Yeah, which is so, just wow. Yeah. It just shows his true evilness. I mean, just absolute pure evil. There wasn't anything good about him. No. 
And isn't that wild? Because in all of this time, we've always said nobody's just all 100% bad or 100% good. There's, you know, both in everybody. But Pan's the first character that they've introduced that I can honestly say I didn't find any good redeeming qualities in him. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, he manipulated good. That was the only good thing about him. But that All right. was done for evil purposes. So the Black Fairy. Who is the Black Fairy? Uh, we know the Black Fairy's wand was needed uh, for this uh, body switch spell. be Maleficent? Well, and that's the first thing I thought of, and that was what I wrote, but I wanted to ask a question first. I, the only Black Fairy that we've ever heard in uh, any story was Maleficent. Right. And if you remember back in season one, um, Snow had the dust or pixie dust or something Mm -hmm. that turned trolls into roaches or small small insects that you could could squash. squash. Mm -hmm. And she said, a bad fairy. Yep. I got it from a bad fairy. Right. And so even back then, I thought, well, based on Sleeping Beauty... The right. only story that had a fairy that was good that turned bad was Maleficent. So, and not only that, Maleficent had a black unicorn, and she yeah, wore yeah. black. Well, she wore purple in this particular right. instance, but everything was very, very dark and very evil. So, I mean, black doesn't necessarily mean the color; it can mean, you know, like black-hearted or whatever. So, but bottom and, line is, it fits the bill for her, right? And maybe that was. Uh, that was retrieved as she left right. being a fairy. Right. And maybe they said, look, you know, you can go, but you need to leave your wand well, or something like that. Well, if Maleficent so. was indeed actually a fairy, she was yeah. magical of sorts. Right. But if she was truly a fairy, typically, you know, like categorized as a fairy, then yeah, that would make sense. All right. Uh, so... In a flashback, uh, the Blue Fairy was talking about the curse. We would be slaves, or, or I'm sorry, the in the curse, the people involved would be slave to Regina's darkest desires. That's the first time I've heard that slave. Mm-hmm. It was always take away the happy endings and we'll forget right. who we are and that kind of a thing. So anyway, um so blue, uh, the blue fairy was talking to Snow, and Snow was kind of worried about, look, how are we going to help Emma? Right. What are we going to do? And um, Blue said, our story will be revealed to Emma. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting because we've seen, um, we have seen Snow be very, very hopeful all this time with Emma. There's always a second chance, Emma. You know, don't lose hope. You know, you can't do that. And then this time, obviously, it was early on in a flashback, way back. And Charming was more hopeful. Yeah. You know, and Snow was not. And so... He helped her find her hope. He said, uh, this... There's always turns in the road. And it's kind of like the same discussion he had last uh, week was, um, you know, moments, good moments, bad moments. And this, he said, this curse is just a turn in the road. That's all it is. Right. He said, twists and turns. Life is full of twists and turns. It's not all, you know, happy go lucky sunshine. And this is just another turn. And I thought that was real interesting. He helped her find her hope. 
And uh, in the end, Snell said, mm-hmm. I choose hope. Yep. And then in present day Storybrooke, uh, I don't want to jump to the end yet. Um, they were in Gold Shop and uh, Snow and Emma were in Gold Shop. And uh, she pointed at the unicorn, Snow did, and said, we put this in the, your bed. And she goes, well, the bed that would have been yours. Yeah. And Emma said, I, I like unicorns. I love unicorns. I like so, unicorn, yeah. And it was interesting that Emma loves unicorns. And then we go back to Regina's quote about unicorn stickers. Right. So it was kind of, you know, another little thing. Uh, and then she's talking about uh, choices. And I think choices is another one of those threads that run through this episode. She mm-hmm. said, if I would have chose Henry, he would have had a normal life together in Boston. Yeah. And so, you know, as we go, we may see that again, <clears throat> probably. Uh, so this was the second funeral we've seen in this episode. Second funeral. The first one was Archie, and then this was uh, another one. Well, and then if you count the queens from Snow's that's right. mother. That's right, Snow's mother. That's another one. And uh, her father as well. Mm-hmm. They were laying in state. So. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, anyway, Pan's shadow wants the wand. Yeah, it does. I, d- I didn't know why. I Pan knows about it. Pan okay. knows all that stuff. All right. So Pan would have figured out that was the thing he would have needed to really kind of carry things out. Hook had had some dealings with Pan Shadow before, and he said, stay covered. Get underneath. Yeah. So he kind of had a plan of attack. Well, yeah, hi. He and, he and Neil and Emma got attacked by it on the island. So, of course, he knew that as well. Plus, pr- from before that, I'm sure he knew as well. There was one of the flashbacks, or maybe it was uh, in an out exterior scene. I heard a wolf howl, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Huh. So, anyway. Okay. Um, so, oh, it was on Neverland when they were walking through, and they had the flashback with Hook yeah. and Smee on Neverland. Oh, yeah? I heard a wolf. Oh, did you? Yeah. I totally missed that. So... And we saw some eyes, and I didn't know if it was Pan or Felix or whatever, but I believe it was Tink. I think it was Tink. Watching. It's supposed to be Tink, too. And, that was uh, my, my understanding. Old Tink was acting like a pirate to me. He drew a knife and jumped out and oh, trying yeah. to slit his throat and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, Hook said he would he would die with revenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, one of the you know best scenes of uh, tonight's episode was when Tink did believe in herself. Yep. Took the pixie dust. That was pretty awesome. And flew up, used the magical pasta making and shadow catching coconut <laughs> and, and a nightlight as well. Yeah. And caught the shadow. Yep. And, uh, you know, who knew that when you kill a shadow... An angel or a, a fairy gets the rings because when she killed the shadow, that's yeah. when uh, the shadow returned to the blue fairy, right. and uh, she came back from the dead. That's a that's a quite an exciting funeral. That is, if you were there, that would that would have freaked you know, a lot. We're here of to pay. Uh, oh boy, yeah. There's been other stories about uh, that kind of thing, but 
this would have been interesting. Yeah, you know. I think it would have freaked out a lot of people. I think so. I think I would have been like, whoa, wait. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So um, the uh, so Tink, I'm imagining, will get her wings back. I kind of oh, yeah. wanted to see it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely from the discussion, uh, change is always within drama. And so we see all the characters have realized they've made mistakes and they've, sure. you know, whatever. And so sure. it was interesting that, uh, you know, they were talking to the blue fairy and they were kind of repeating back her rules. Yeah. Well, you said this and she goes, well, mm, Maybe I was a little too harsh. Yeah, and I so, might have been a little too strict. So yeah, the uh, change is part of drama, and um, it was nice to see her up and up and about, though. Yep, and uh, there was uh, join the kingdom, and uh, yes, there was, <laughs> <laughs> and on Twitter. All right, uh, so. You know, and then the question we were asking, even though I know, and I know I'm going to get tweets about this, I already know. I know Adam said that Greg is dead, but the look, I only deal with if this happens, then this is a theme, and then this should happen. Okay, right. Otherwise, it's called a plot hole. It's a plot hole. Um, so, if. Blue Fairy got her shadow back when Pan's shadow was destroyed because Pan's shadow kind of controlled all the rest of the dark or the shadows in right. the dark hollow, right? Right, right. Uh, and if not the dark hollow, then where was he keeping Blue Fairy's shadow? Okay. Yeah. So then, but but let's just stick with this. Pan's shadow is destroyed. Blue Fairy gets her shadow back. Right. That also means, does Greg get his shadow back or is it connected with who killed it and for what purpose right? see she didn't kill it though obviously because she was okay. already dead so my thinking is any i mean person, tink, tink killed it right, in tink, lieu of right i understand right, yeah. but again i think i don't think that that makes any difference i mean theoretically theoretically if in fact the shadow was destroyed therefore all the other shadows were released back to their bodies in theory, then that would mean Greg would get his back and who else knows who would get their shadows back. Yeah. You know what I mean? There might be a bunch of people who were previously dead getting to walk around again. Yep. So we didn't see who those shadows belonged to, but... But at this point, it's sort of a moot point. It Not wanting to talk about the end yet. Right. So, so uh, Rumpel went to his magical... Uh, cupboard yeah whatever you call it yeah and uh where the talisman was and the double-sided candle and all those magical things in there and he got the cuff that he said he got from greg and tamara yeah the magical blocking cuff right that also was with cora mm -hmm. that Similar. also was Similar. with the, it was the same thing that was also with hook and emma when they were calling up the right, right. thing so I, I don't think there's only one. I would imagine there's okay. probably a couple of them out there. But, I mean, Pan said later on, he goes, I made this cuff. Right. So. That one okay. that Greg and Tamara had. Right. But I don't think he made the one that Cora had with that she gave to Hook, who then gave one to Emma. And I don't know why Cora would have it anyway. It's just weird that a magical well, being would... Anyway, so... 
yeah. right. Um, when everyone was leaving and Rumple was in his shop, I did say, I told you, I mm-hmm. said Bell should have stayed. Yeah, I agree. Because Bell is Rumple's balance. Right. And you get him alone with his father. Right. And he said, we need to finish some family business. Yeah. I Bell should have stayed there. She should have. Anyway. She totally should have. <sighs> Fortunately, she did not. Because nope. uh, Bell brings balance to Rumple. So then we saw this flashback, and it said Storybrooke, October, comma, 2011. What date? We don't know. Magical date. I don't know. Would have been the end of October, because that's when it started. But anyway. So we saw the famous... It would have been probably right before that. It would have been early October. Okay. Since we jumped in, we can talk very briefly about something really cool that happened last night. We walked right by... Adam and Eddie's offices on Walt Disney Studios. I swear we did. We have pictures of it. We have pictures. And I looked down the hall and I saw the Lost poster on the back wall. Dude. So is there production offices in Mm. Burbank? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because we saw. not in Vancouver, yeah. Right. So we saw Saving Mr. Banks there at the studios and they let us walk around on a self guided tour. And we saw so many cool things, but that's the one thing I just. I uh, put in Facebook, I said, we almost slid a note under the door. I should have threw a card in there. Dude. I should have. But, I mean, there were so many people watching. Oh, security they all over the everywhere. place. everywhere. Yeah. We would have gotten hauled off, I'm sure. I, I kind of wanted it. I want to go back one day, so I didn't want to break any kinds of rules. Yeah, we want to be invited back. Because they know who we are now. Because mm. you buy tickets and give your... Ugh. Anyway. So, yeah. I was good. No, I was good. Yeah. Anyway, it was yeah. so cool. Um. So we did see, and if you're younger, you don't know anything of what I'm talking about. But a peachy folder yeah. was just the best thing in the that world. That was pretty cool. It I was think peachies this, are still around. Yeah. But, I mean, in the old days, it was the peachy, like, orangish manila colored uh-huh. yeah. folder. Peach and that's colored. where you put in your your papers on both sides and that's you had one for each class, and you drew stuff. It was I think it was a guy playing basketball. Or yeah, something. usually it was a sports themed. And boys would always draw things on yeah. there, and just mm, I'm sure they did. You know. Girls did too, by the way. But it was interesting that they that he had a blue peachy instead yeah. of the the traditional traditional color peach colored peachy. Uh, and also, he had his Tron Tron lunchbox. Uh, lunchbox. Yeah, that was pretty and, cool. Uh, I shouldn't have had a Star Wars one. Anyway, I have <laughs> actually bought a New Hope lunchbox. All right, uh, but I digress. Yes, so quite a bit. So Mary let's Margaret, get back to that whole I am. Thing. I, I, I didn't stray too far. <laughs> uh, Mary Margaret had the book, the famous Henry's book yeah. first, yeah. and she said it just magically appeared. She doesn't know from where. Yeah. So I'm wondering from where, who had well, it. Who wrote it? What was interesting is, let's go back to what you said earlier, which was said in the show. The fairy, the blue fairy, said that our story would be revealed to her. Yep. So how does the blue fairy know? Mm -hmm. Methinks, somehow, she managed to write the book. Mm -hmm. Who else had access to all of that stuff and could see those things without anybody else seeing or knowing she was there. Right? Yep. And I think it could have been August. 
right. could well, not he, have an organ. Well, he added some of it, but he not He might have all added some stuff, but right. again, he did not write the book as, you know, that wasn't, I believe she did. Because it, she's the one who said to Snow, don't worry, it will be revealed. Right. And at some point in time, she had that book, and I'll bet you she somehow managed to do something that made it appear for Snow somewhere. Because Snow just said out of nowhere, it just all of a sudden appeared, right? Yep. And the book is magical in and of itself because Henry, it made him see... Right. Mary Margaret's other life in fairy tale land physically. Right. And that was uh, pretty interesting. That's what made him believe. Right. Which I thought was really kind of cool, too. Because when he looked down at the page and they said Miss Blanchard and she turned around and said, what? Mm-hmm. And she was Snow White. And he saw that. And he went, oh, thank you very much. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty cool because he... It, he didn't even, it didn't even like phase him that he saw something completely crazy it, that, you know, most of the right. kids would have been like, what the crap is that? It it falls in line with everything else. Yeah. Uh, the, the matchbook for Lacey and uh, other items that when people touch it, they, you know, they see things or right. when, Sense when Graham something. touched a wolf, right? you know, so anyway. There's all kinds fall, of yeah, it falls it, definitely in line with it that. It definitely does, and like I said, it just makes me think more so that the fairy, the blue fairy, is the one who actually wrote the book, and because she's the one who would have seen all those things happen. Gran- Granny was following a scent, boy. <laughs> she still had her scent, wolf scent, which bugged the living daylights out of me that she didn't. Nobody's mentioned Ruby. Where I is Oh, I mentioned Ruby a lot. I know you do, but I'm saying on the show, yeah, nobody decided nobody thought to mention Ruby. Ruby has a better sense of smell than Granny does, right? Cuz Granny oh, even yes. said her wolf yes, sense were, you know, not she quite. Does indeed. So, but the fact is, is that, you know, obviously they just they haven't addressed Ruby leaving, so they need to figure out how to address that. Right. So they they still had the the scroll and they were handing it to Regina. But I thought that I saw Henry drop that scroll in the well at the beginning. I know he's dropping little bottles of potion. Yeah. I don't think he dropped. No, no, no. He, he would have had to read the scroll. Is okay. what I believe. I don't right. think he dropped the scroll in there, which would make sense. Right. So my bad. Uh, pan is just cruel. Pan's just cruel, man. Just look, uh, you know, I read Facebook all the time. I have a lot of people that follow me. And just the things that parents say about their kids are just kids get on parents' nerves. Sure. But, I mean, this guy oh, you know, yeah. said, you know, I saw this larva, pink larva that ate my dreams alive and all kinds of stuff. That is one of the harshest things wow. a parent... Anybody could say to anybody else, but a parent to say to the child, man. You know, and and to Emma has taken a whole lot of crud this whole time for giving up Henry. Right. Adoption. Right. Called it abandoning all these different things. But I mean, dude. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That is. Pure evil. All right. 
So uh, Regina, when she grabbed the scroll, she fainted. I would imagine, and I did for a second there, evil regals everywhere, hearts stopped. It's like she died or something. But she I didn't think she, she died, but I thought that it, because Pan somehow knew she was going to get a hold of it and she would be the one that would have to touch it, I thought he had done something to it to make her faint, to yeah. knock her out so she couldn't, you know what I mean? So she couldn't interrupt his plans. Right. That's what I thought. So... Pan said he made the cuff. Now, again, he may have been lying, but for yeah. some reason he was able to take it off. I don't remember the specifics of how the cuff was taken off in the other situations we've seen. It, it doesn't seem like it was... I have to watch it again. Uh, the the core episodes in, in season two and, and Emma and all that kind of stuff. Because, okay, all right. So yeah, remember, remember the cuff... In the aerial episode. Yeah. Only the person that put it on right, could take it, it off. off. Right. So maybe that's what we have here. Again, Except I'm just trying to... the fact that the person who created it has control over it, right. too. Okay. Right? Yeah. That'd enough. be the only reason why he'd be able to take it off. So Pan cuffed Rumpel. Right. And took away his magic. Yep. Which was a uh, checkmate move. Uh, for for that moment. For that moment. So, so then Pan said, "Okay, without magic, you're right back. You're right back where you started. You're a coward, dude. Because I mean, he threw him again. Did you see how hard he threw him against mm-hmm. that thing? Mm-hmm. Lord. And uh, I'd been scared too. Call me names if you want, but man, yeah. all right. So in a flashback, we see Rumple." There's a lot of disjointed flashbacks, by the way. It was they were all they over the place. They weren't they were just, disjointed. They were very no. specific to what okay. was happening at that point in time. What I mean is, normally we see we the see flashbacks one. in a sequence, right? And that's no, not no, no, no. These were story. not sequential at yeah. all. These were very key moments in these folks' lives that we got to see. Um, because, and I think it was important that we saw those things because it made sense for what was happening. Rumpel lit a candle for Bay on his birthday. We don't know if he did it often or just on his birthday. Yeah, we don't know. But definitely when Bell came in, it uh, it interrupted him and kind of disturbed him. And he said, you know, you need to leave. Go. Yep. I, I'm, I'm busy right now. Yeah. And, um, but this was the... Pre love, right? Rumple, right? So right. he was still mean, yeah. And uh, so then Regina said, when she touched the scroll, she saw what she needed to do to break the curse. Yeah. And what's interesting is, is if Pan was in charge of this thing, why didn't he show her the wrong thing to do? You know what I mean? It, it's just. But I don't think he has the ability to do that. Okay. That's what I'm All saying. Right. The cur- he didn't create the curse therefore he didn't have any real control over it all he could do was enact it and it would follow his desires but it i don't think he had the ability to alter it in any way shape or form that's why he couldn't do anything like that what have we heard over and over and over in this show love is what weakness okay something else that's true but there's another one Love is sacrifice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never really seen sacrifice. And the other point in the subtitle of this 
podcast, this episode here, is love uh, or the price of magic. We have not seen a lot of those prices paid to me. Mm. Maybe, you know, if you study it, you know, people can say, well, this situation after was painful and da 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 da. But we haven't really seen anyone cash it in like fully, full blown. To, to my way of thinking lately there there's a disclaimer okay. for you all right so when rumple was basically saying goodbye and he loved bay yeah and he loved bell and he basically made his statement of well the whole thing of pan let's go back a little bit here we're totally uh-huh. missing uh-huh. you know pan coming out and basically freeze framing all of them right just sticking them into a spot where they couldn't move. They could hear him. They knew what was being said, but they could not move. And the fact that he did that, I mean, wow, just completely rendered helpless. Yep. That was frightening. Mm-hmm. Very frightening, actually. Yep. So when he did that, and then his whole thing of, you know, oh, I mean, he was toying with them. Right. Which one of you am I going to kill first? Yep. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. And then he chose his own grandson. Yep. Unbelievable. I mean, that was just, that made him just purely evil, just more so than he was before. So. Crazy. Rumple without magic, he called him a coward. But when he called for the shadow, his shadow, well, and. Wait. Let me step back a minute on okay. that too, because Rumple trying to get the cuff off. Right. That was right. incredible. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We all thought he was going to cut his hand. I off. honestly thought he was going to cut his arm off. Yeah. And I thought, no, that wouldn't do him any good because if he did that, you know, what's he going to do? I, will that give him his magic back? I don't know. And then, you know what I honestly thought when he came out and he was, you know, Mr. Tough Guy? I honestly thought it was. Um, <laughs> kind of like what Loki and Thor did in uh oh. if you haven't seen yeah. the newest Thor movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that whole uh illusion mm-hmm. so to speak. Right. Where he had cut off his wrist. That's what I was fully expecting. Yeah. So or I thought he was gonna try and cut off the cuff, but I don't think the sword would have worked because it's magical and it would have been it would have been impervious to, to yeah. you know, a sword. So my point is, I honestly thought it was some sort of like, you know, illusion kind of a thing. And um, watching watching Robert Carlyle just struggling on the floor was just, wow. Mm-hmm. It was pretty wow. So anyway, so back to now he's outside, so, he's right. confronting him, mm-hmm. and he has no magic. And right at that point in time, Pan could have just knocked him over, kill, killed him right there. Right. So, you know, Rumpel, who Pan thinks and says he was a coward, actually did the bravest thing in the world. It says, look, if I don't have magic, that's fine. But there's one thing I do have. Yeah. I have my dagger. And so he called it out of the sky, and it was brought to him. And he said, uh, you know, if I can't... He said... He said, we're not different. We're actually the same because neither of us have our shadows now. Right. And if I, the only way to kill you is for me to die. 
And so I remember that line that love is sacrifice. And we haven't seen it fully. We've seen a little bit of it. But I think this is the first example of one time where we've seen it completely is the sacrifice was him, you know, so. I know, and I don't like to think of that. I know, I know. Because I don't want to think that he's gone. I know, I know. Stop. Don't, don't, don't do that. She was a mess <laughs> over on the couch. And if you can hear in her voice, she's still almost there. So. Dude. I know. I know. He wrapped himself around yes, Anne, right. and then he basically told him, "You know what? I got to get rid of you, and I I can't have my happy ending. I love my son, and I everything I did was for him, and I love Belle, and everything I did was for her, and mm. this is the way I'm going to take care of things." And he he just he did it, but it was just wow. He plunged the knife in, and then that's when all of a sudden Pan turns into the real, you know, Malcolm. Right. And then he's still pleading he's and still, begging. He's still trying to manipulate. Pull the, pull the knife out. We'll we have can our still have our happy, happy ending. ending. Come on. Yeah. You know? I mean, just and, manipulative. And at that, he twisted the knife and he basically did. finished the job. And I don't know if you noticed this, but as he twisted the knife, he kissed his father on the cheek. He did. He did. I mean, and even And I don't know if that was like a Judas kiss or if that was a no, I, if that was I, I a think, I still I you think know what? he loved his dad. You know, and and In that's spite what of it. right. And and it's uh heaping heaping love upon your enemy kind of a thing. Well, possibly, but but I I, I do think even though your your parent is a rascal, or later on in another exchange, uh, a villain, yeah. which is what um, Rumpel called himself and Regina called herself, yeah. quoting Rumpel, even a villain who his father was a villain and still <laughs> the was, ultimate villain, he still loved him, and I mean that's a. That's a tricky thing. You know, yeah. parents make all kinds of mistakes. Kids make all kinds of mistakes, you know, and love, uh, you know, uh, it is said love covers a multitude of sins and sometimes it it overlooks certain things. Yeah. And, but, you know, Rumpel did what he felt he needed to do. You know, I mean, it, it's the old... You're too dangerous to leave alive. You know, I mean, that was in a Star Wars film. You know, I can't, I can't leave you alive. You're too dangerous. Yeah. And Pan, even on an island, still far you know, too dangerous. far too dangerous. And so it appears that you know Rumpel is dead with his father. Well, here's now, the thing. I don't know that though. I know. And that's why I'm saying I don't know that because here's why. When he twisted the knife, it it kind of like was almost like ripping. Did you see there was like a a, a, a rip in the fabric of whatever? I don't Mm. know if it sent him somewhere else. I don't know if it sent him back to Enchanted Forest. I mean, that would make sense that if, in fact, Rumpel, you know made his father the dark one so to speak because well and that's the thing well if if you if you take theoretically 
theoretically, the whole point of it is in order to become the dark one yourself, you have to kill the dark one. Right. He didn't kill himself. True. But somehow, because he was holding on to him so tightly, it was as if because he absorbed whatever was happening to his father. But I don't know if he really truly did. That's what I don't get. I'm, I swear, please, 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 I am begging Eddie and Adam and the writers, please, please, please do not kill him off. Well, I know you guys are famous and- for killing off people. I, okay, and this will come up later too. Watching Lost... There were a number of people who unfortunately met at an untimely end before the end of the show. The one that absolutely just destroyed me when it happened was Charlie. Right, right. I mean, there were others that were sad, but Charlie absolutely just completely destroyed me. And it was really hard to watch that show afterwards because I was so devastated. I watched it through to the end, and I was glad and grateful that I got to see little bits at the end. But for the love, please, my God, right. please do not be, kill off Rumble. Be be kind to Colleen if you've never seen Lost. You know, I mean, it was it was an emotional thing. Oh, dude. So, dude. All right. Uh, so so let's uh we need to trudge forward and um you know i think maybe possibly rumple went somewhere to finish learning his lesson you know maybe he's taking care of children i don't know something that that, that he he can fix his error i don't know so that's just my thought and then he will come back and if point. this is the case, if in fact he is gone, which I'm begging, please don't let him die. But if in fact he is, if this is done, and maybe he's not Rumble anymore, maybe he doesn't have any powers after this. Maybe he'll just be yeah. an ordinary man after this. And that's fine. He can be that. He just needs to not be dead. Right. Rumple, that would have fulfilled the prophecy. Right. That a boy would be his undoing. And that was... And that uh, was Pan. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So in this case, yeah. Okay. I think the prophecy is fulfilled. Yeah. But he needs to still be alive. Okay. All right. Uh, so Grumpy runs into town, basically crying. There's crying <laughs> the whole time. Through. I don't think he was crying. Well, he, he was, was like he was freaked panicked. out. He was panicked. Coming, no, he was crying. He was teary. I mean, he said it's coming from all sides. It's coming at us, you know. There's and no escape. Just like he was warning in the pilot yeah, yeah. that the that exactly dark curse right. was coming, yeah. he's also coming in warning again. As he also, uh, I believe he also heralded that the curse was broken as well, I believe. Anyway. I can't so, recall. Uh, so then Regina starts to kind of lay out the end game, you know, look. I can break this curse that we're all going to have to go back to where we came from in Enchanted Forest. Henry will stay here because he was born here. And Emma will stay here because she, she's a savior. Yeah. And um, I'm not done. I can't, I can't. I don't know why I wrote that down. But Emma said, said that. that. Okay. Right. She said that. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm not done. Yeah. Right. She wasn't done. She wanted and, to have the family. The next thing I wrote down is Emma finally realizes 
who she is and what she's done. She finally, the, all the doubting and all the this and all the vacillation back and forth that she's done this whole time, she finally gets it. She finally does. You know, at the end of this, you know, mid-season thing, you know, and, and you know, the, this whole end thing was so fantastic. You know, Regina... I think she finally understands, you know, you got to let go of that revenge. You know, she said, all I wanted was Henry to be happy. That's all I ever wanted. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we, we had discussions about making tough decisions, you know, based on you just want people to be happy and sometimes they ain't happy with you. Yeah, so, that's true. And so, even she recognized, they all kind of did. The the goodbyes are heartbreaking. I'm trying not to go into it deeply, but you know, the, the charming hugs and, and all that. And, uh, no darlings though, by the way, no, they went by home. The way. Supposedly okay. they went home. All right. So they left, they went home. Uh, so we did see Emma and, uh, Neil say goodbye. There was no weight to it to me. No, I, no. I, I, I didn't really sense it any was, kind of, it was almost kind of like, you know, he said, you know, I'm, I'm still not done or I'll find you or something. And she goes, yeah, okay, whatever. I, all right. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, there was, there wasn't much to that there. I, you know, I felt more for the hook and Emma thing. Oh. I knew that was coming. And so, you know, when he walked up uh, to her. You know, is very, very noble, and uh, you know, I like the dude. You know, and I'm, huh. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, anyway, I'm glad later. Uh, so, well, this... the fact that he said to her, "Not a day will go by that I won't think of you," mm-hmm. and her response was good. So, so we see the flashback, and now we see it switched because of what well because regina regina okay let's not gloss over that either by the way Mm. because regina basically making the ultimate sacrifice she could have said screw you i'm not going to break the curse right because then if i if i don't break the curse henry retain henry won't retain his memories none of you will retain your memories i and i can have henry and i don't have to deal with any of you she could have totally said i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna break the curse I'm absolutely not going to break the curse. Yeah. And she could have stayed with Henry and she could have kept him. And she may have, you know, but she made a sacrifice. She made a huge and that, sacrifice. And that is the second one, probably the second biggest, if not the biggest uh, sacrifice. The two biggest villains yeah. of the show right, right. from season one. Mm-hmm. And they both made sacrifices to save everyone else. Which again, you know, Henry's like, if it's, if I hadn't gone to go get Emma, none of this would have happened. She's like, no, this was my fault. I right. did it out of revenge. Right. I absolutely loved that. That whole scene made me very teary eyed as know. well. I know. Not just, I mean, the saying the goodbye stuff was that, but it was really and truly watching Regina admit to what she had done and doing the right thing and saying, look. I love my son enough that it's enough that he's happy. I don't need anything else. I don't need to, you know, keep going on this, you know, vengeful kick that's done. 
And and just so everybody knows, you know, we're, we're not hating. No, not you at know, all. We, we love Regina probably more now. Oh, very much so. Because of the way the show was written. We're not yeah. we're not a hater. So, no, 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 um, no. What what I really love is just kind of walking out of the fog of, and she even talked about it. She goes, yeah. you know, there was a time when all I wanted you to get out of my life, yeah. but. Yeah. Now, I realize that you know, with you, Henry can be happy. I can't take him because he can't go. Right. He has to stay here. Right. And so, now because of that, right, he has to stay with you. Right. And I, I really think you know, it was just so great. It was a hard decision for. Her. Yeah. I know it was. Yeah. But you know, she made it for Henry, and so. All this last couple of episodes, I did this for Henry, I did this for you, I did this for Henry. She did it for Henry, and I think as tough as this choice was, it was a good yeah. choice. And, so. and and the fact is, she said, look, I my gift to you yeah. is that you will have happy memories. Right. I can't, yeah. you're, you're going to lose the memories. You're going to lose them all. But I can give you happy ones. And, and Emma was floored. You would do that? I what happened? You made these people miserable. They didn't have to be. So Regina admitted once again that she had done something, you know, purely out of spite and that that it didn't need to be like that. And so she opted to to do the right thing again yeah. and gave them happy memories. I've I've never been prouder of the the group of uh villain villains that uh we've seen yeah in this episode yeah they've all made really tough really hard decisions but they've really been heroes and i i think that's what my was alluding to in her email a few episodes ago about mm -hmm. looking back at all the promo posters and how they played out yeah. uh, in the first half of the um, yeah. season yeah so uh, she made a tough decision and she, you know, uh, gave them good memories. And Emma said, uh, but they're, they're false memories. She goes, yeah, but the that's, future won't be. Right. That's the, your past. The, the past is, is false. It's going to be good, but the future is, you know, whatever you make it. Right. I thought that was That um, was fantastic. fantastic. I mean, just, and yeah, that whole scene was really amazing. Th this, this episode reminded me. A little bit, but just hang in there with me. Of the finale of Lost, the the letting go, the saying goodbye, and and then Lost in an overview because certain decisions, all the flashbacks, flash forwards, flash sideways, all those were different choices that everybody made. Right. Okay. So what I really enjoyed is we did see the scene when she gave birth in Phoenix to Henry. Yeah. Of a different choice, you know, and, and I was, you heard me yeah. when we, we saw the scene kind of roll more this time. And I said, wait. And then Emma said, wait, let me hold him. And that, after the change happened, by the way, so, that was the second time we saw that scene. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a reason. Right. Because we saw this, the setup before to show what happened before. Yes. And then we saw now with this new option that Virginia gave, the choice, the, the the outcome was different. 
Uh, Emma's choice now fulfills a prophecy, uh, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of Henry's code name way back in season one. Remember? Operation Cobra. Yeah. And he said, uh, so what's your code name, Emma? He said, uh, Pumpkin. I, I like Pumpkin. And and he was just like, oh, okay. Well, what shouldn't my code name be? And he goes, oh, you're not ready for it. So yeah. he did. She chose now, yeah, to be his mom, yeah. And it wasn't a struggle. It wasn't a uh, so. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Henry had a great moment with Regina. He said, "You know, you are my mom. Yeah, you are my mom. Yeah. You know, you." He validated her. You know, he said, "You know, I know." They all were kind of, especially Regina and Henry to a lot of degrees we're saying look i made a lot of mistakes but you know i'm i'm giving you this chance now and emma i'm giving you this chance and henry said you know but uh you're my mom and it was uh because even said you know it's tough i thought you didn't love me but that's not true yeah yep so yeah that was all right pretty Uh, gut-wrenching as you can tell yeah uh, so, you know, uh, Regina said the new memories and, uh, you know, you and Emma, uh, Emma and Henry, you've been together this whole time. Mm. And, uh, so we see a flash forward Yep. <laughs> after, uh, the curse. One year. Um, and, uh, so again, that was, that was a really kind of a touching thing when she was leaving. Uh, and you could see the smoke kind of envelop and remove everything. Yeah. Uh, it 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 broke my Steveston visiting heart. Yes, it did. To pieces. It really did. Yeah, it did. Uh, I love that town. Me too. I, I love the people in the town. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a magical time visiting, and I hope 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 that. They return, but uh, as much as as much as I said at the end of season two, like, well, maybe they're not going to f- film anymore there. I'm I'm really thinking now that maybe it's uh, it's over and they'll film in other areas. Maybe uh, one little thing I did want to bring up that we forgot to say was, you know, one of the things with Regina, she's she's like, no, why can't we just come with you? Why can't we just go? And it's, no, you guys can't. That's not how it works. It's not going to work. You can't do that. You have to stay here. She said, and we will become just stories to you again. Hmm. Ugh. Yeah. That ripped my heart out too when she said that. So again, we're, we're, we're not going to cover everything, but it's, uh, it's tough to, to discuss it all. Um, but I do want to talk about the flash forward where, uh, Emma is in New York. Was it New York or Boston? Looked like Boston to me. Okay. Uh, upcoming episode. Anyway. So it might be New I mean, York. It looked it looked like the Empire State Building to me out the window. It was such a quick flash. Okay. I just didn't. Right. I, I mean, I don't know. I anyway. Right. Point is, so, it's a big city, and it's clearly not little podunk, non-existent Storybrooke anymore. Well, you know, Charlie's Girl was playing, which the last time it played, they were in New York. Okay. In Broken, uh, okay. in Neil's apartment, and so that's kind of why. I... Also, by the way, 
that um, I wonder if that was actually a little tiny nod to Lost as well, because Charlie's girl, right, right, was Claire, yeah. played by Emily Durabin, right, who is now when she was, oh God, when yeah. Rumble went and she was just sobbing right. on the ground, I really felt for her. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't know if that was a little nod, that but could have been, um, but. Um, and so he asked for cinnamon in his uh, cocoa. You're missing, yeah, we're missing something. Oh, right, forgot yeah. cinnamon. Yeah. And then Hook appears at the door. <laughs> when which the door, because before before any knock happened, I go, she's going to get a message. Yeah, just like broken. Whether it's a, a bird carrying something, she's going to get a message. And then yeah. knock at the door, and I go, aha. I said it's probably a box or something. Oh no, Some I said something. I said Neil or Hook. Okay. It's one of the two. I knew it was one of the two. So Hook uh you know doesn't act well sometimes, you know, when he's <laughs> when he's hurt or when he sees, you know, someone he loves. Yeah. And uh so he <laughs> tries to hug her or something and No, she... he went he kissed her. Okay. He full on kissed her. So he returned her favor on Neverland, I guess. So. He kissed her good. Yeah. Now, uh, so let me ask you this. Did, so he he didn't retain his memories? He did. Okay. They all retain their memories. But they're, they're just in different places. Right. They went to their own lands. Right. So okay. what Got happens it. is, that's what Regina said, they'd all okay. go to their own lands. So so okay. Here here's the big thing. So the inference is, if, if you listen to the entire podcast, here's the big thing, and you said it. The difference between now and season one is this: Emma and Henry don't have their memories. Right. Everybody else does. Right. Which is completely different. Right. Because initially, Henry knew. Right. And he was trying to convince everybody else who they were. Right. Now it's completely flip-flop. It's flip-flop. So, so that right. now the two people who don't who need the convincing um they don't have their memories. Right. So instead of Henry having to try and convince two sets of people, you know, his mother, the savior and the whole entire town, now the whole entire town has to convince those two people. Yes. Which is interesting because now let's let's talk this through a little bit. We have a three-month hiatus to deal with this, but let's talk this through. Hook said, your family's in trouble. Who, who, what did that remind you of? What film did that remind you of? Um, uh, we talked about this movie in this podcast before. Uh I'm drawing a blank. Back to the future. Yes. When Doc said, oh, your yeah. family's all messed up. You've got yeah, yeah, yeah. to come back. I need your help. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah, it does yeah. have that. You're yeah. right. Okay. So, so Hook said, your family's in trouble. Right. She said, my family's right here. Who are you? Mm -hmm. I'm an old friend. And then that's when he goes, oh. And that's when he took a step forward and he kissed her. And she pushed him away and was like, whoa, you're going to, you're going to, who are you? What is going on? And you're going to be in you're going to be hating life when you got cuffs on you cuz I'm going to call the police and he's like no 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 you got to you got to come with me your family's in trouble so there there's a setup for second half of the season somehow charming and snow are in trouble right and or neil cuz they're all family regina i mean who knows any one of them could be in trouble and that being the case 
uh, he somehow managed to get from wherever he was to Enchanted Forest. Right. Right? Right. So he's Enchanted Forest. He managed to get there. And then now he's got to bring her and Henry back somehow. Now, normally we don't discuss specifics, but in the it's promo, the in the promo, after the episode, yeah, we've been talking about it. So right now we've seen the villains, self-proclaimed villains, yeah, have now done the most noble act, selfless act of niceness to make them what I call them heroes, right. We've always needed a new villain. Correct. And a new villain was introduced. But I won't go into it because I don't... No, we don't want to spoil anything. Right. So, so it'll there be will three be months with... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Awesome. Okay, yes. well, bottom line is, the nice thing is, now Hook's going to have to try to convince Emma and Henry... They need to come with him. Yep. That's going to be an interesting challenge. And if he can actually get them to do it, what's going to happen when they, you know, how are they going to get their memory back? Are they going to get their memory back? Will Regina be able to give them their memory back? I, I, I don't think so. Possibly, maybe. You know, you know what this reminds me of? One of your favorite movies. Yeah. One of your favorite movies. I have movies. a ton of favorite movies. 51st Dates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, I I brought this movie up yeah. many a time yeah, with yeah. Rumpel and Belle. Yeah. With yeah. her memory stuff. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what Hook is going to do. Yeah. Well, okay. How can I explain this? Yeah. This is what happened before. Yeah. He may, you know, write a book or something. He may have things that, that yeah. remind her of whatever. Now, that would be interesting if he gave her the sheriff badge or something and she grabbed it and then she remembered. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who knows because the book is gone. Right. Book got swallowed up in the curse. So it's gone. Um, now was it transported to fairy or enchanted forest? Uh, I don't know. (sighs) All right. Uh, so many possibilities. Oh my gosh. So many possibilities. And, um, This honestly was seriously a fantastic way to end this half of the season. I mean, beyond epic. I was a little nervous with the whole Pan and Henry's being switched around. I wasn't sure where they were going to go with it. Mm -hmm. But the fact is they've resolved this beautifully, in my opinion. Yep. All right. And uh, before we say goodbye, we need to hear from Don Juanito a little bit. Okay. This is Don Juanito again. I wanted to remind you that my birthday is coming up, but I won't tell you which day. So you have to call the psychic friends or someone else to find out which which day. But I also want to tell you, please tweet while you listen to our podcast. Yeah, you can do it. You can multitask. You can listen to the podcast and you can tweet. You can say, I am listening to at O-U-A-T podcast and say that Don Juanito is a heck of a guy. He could be my captain if he was a captain. Anyway, please tweet while you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. It really helps out and is spreading the word and we're getting more listeners and we love new listeners and we love old listeners too. Not by age, you know, 
We love all listeners, everybody. So thank you so much. Hello again, everyone. This is Don Juanito. Do you need something from Amazon? If you do, like I do, I use store.onceuponatimepodcast.com. You type that in your address bar. You go to Amazon. You get what you want. And the podcast gets a little bit of a percentage. Just a little bit. And it helps us to keep going in the podcast And you get whatever you want. So please, once you type that in and use the link, then save it in your favorite so you can go back again anytime you want to. You can shop on Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, any day, Thursday, Wednesday, Arbor Day, the day that you learn to tie your shoe and then you use an anniversary all the time. Please use that for us. Thank you so much. Hello, this is Don Juanito. Do you Twitter or Facebook? If you do, please go to twitter.com slash O-U-A-T podcast. That's where we are. That is our page on Twitter. You must go there because there are fun things. And sometimes Adam Horowitz tweets us back. Sometimes Megan Ori tweets us back. You never know what's happening. It is fun. It's exciting, but still legal. And also, if you Facebook, go to facebook.com slash O-U-A-T podcast. That is our page on Facebook. You don't even have to play Farmville or Pirate Farmville or Candy Crush Saga, any of those games. You can just go there and be a oncer and have a good time. We post pictures and we have great conversations, great theories, great discussions. So please... Find us on social media, on the Twitter, on the Facebook. And I thank you for that. Hello, everyone. This is Don Juanito. Please, please, please subscribe to the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. Make sure that you find the one with the pirate and the swords and the apple with the skull in it. That's the one on iTunes that you need to subscribe to. And then you take your hand. And how many fingers you have? Unless you are a lost boy and you've lost a finger or something. Normally you have five fingers. One, two, three, four, five. Please leave that number star rating for our podcast. And the review. We really appreciate it. It helps other people see the podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much. All right, we're coming to the end, and I do want to say one thing. We have a gift for you, a little stocking stuffer, if you will. <laughs> Our holiday special has been released. Fantastic. And you can get to it at, get your pens ready, onceuponatimepodcast.com slash holiday 2013. So if you type that in. And you will go to the post that has the holiday special and uh, check it out. There's some great fun voice acting there and some great comedy. 
And after an episode like tonight, you may need a little comedy. So please yeah. listen to that. Re- tweet that out. Let other people know about it. And uh, I'd like as many oncers as, as possible to listen to it. There's Santa and Regina. And there's was the night before Rumpel. So it's fun. You can have both Regina and Rumpel and Santa. And anyway. Uh, I want to send big love out to everybody. And after tonight, I want to send big hugs too. There's probably, man, all, all kinds of folks and all kinds of ships just uh, had a rough night tonight. So yeah. uh, big love to everybody. And remember, take what you need and pass it on to somebody else. Because uh, love is bigger than we all can keep to ourselves. We need to pass it on. So thanks again for listening. However you listen to us, however you found us, uh, let's spread the word. And uh, we have room for many, many more listeners, of course. So uh, until we uh, do our main show, uh, have a great week. And uh, please send us your um, uh, thoughts and voicemails and emails. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This be a Roni's own media production. We want to hear from you. Our website be onceuponatimepodcast.com. Our email be feedback at onceuponatimepodcast.com. Our voicemail line be 657-333-0626. So tell other oncers that this be the place to be. Until we sail again, big love to you all, and we'll see you later. With me, good eye, of course. <laughs>